Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 370. Well, as you guys know, or if you've listened to me for any length of time, I have been a little MIA, missing in action. Goodness, over the last really uh, two months since the uh, beginning of August, all the way through the beginning of, um, or really the end of September. And, you know, thankful for you guys that uh, did check on me. Um, you know, it kind of prompted me to say, all right, you know, I've actually thought about multiple times here as of within the last really three or four weeks, really four weeks, I wouldn't say three weeks, and definitely it's been a month that I've been like, you know, I, I need to record an episode. I should record an episode. I would have every intention to record an episode, but again, uh, for whatever reason, uh, really it's just all the excuse in the world of, all right, you know what? I didn't record an episode. All right, new day, move on. So, But today I decided, you know what? Uh, we're going to record an episode. I just uh, pulled over here in a parking lot and said, let's make this happen right now. So let me read this scripture to you that I've been meditating on, and I'm just going to... I really don't know exactly where this episode is going to go. I, I probably might update you guys on what's been going on in my life, uh, what I've been uh, meditating on, what I've been learning, uh, which is typically what I do on this podcast. Um, you know, if you find any entertainment value in listening to me as far as my life and kind of what is going on, uh, I welcome you. Uh, but uh, obviously the other thing is, is if you get anything out of uh, the stories and examples and you know things that I'm learning uh, to apply to your own life and how God can take you uh, and maximize your kingdom potential here in this world, uh, I welcome you as well uh, on board. Well, let me read this uh, episode, uh, verse of scripture that I've been meditating on here. I'm going to read it in a couple different translations. So this is Psalm chapter 25, uh, verse Starting verse 12, uh, I think I'm re- going to read all the way through 14. Yep, through 14. So 12, here we go. Who then are those who fear the Lord? He will instruct them in the ways they should, go, they should choose. They will spend their days in prosperity, and their descendants will inherit the land. The Lord confides in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. My eyes are are ever on the Lord, for only he will release my feet from the snare. All right, I'm going to jump over actually to the Passion Translation. So here we go. All right, here we go. Who are those, Who are they that live in the holy fear of, of Yahweh, you will show them the right path to take. Then, 
prosperity and favor will be their portion and their descendants will inherit the earth. There's, there is a private place reserved for the devoted lovers of Yahweh where they sit near him and receive revelation secrets of his promises. Man, that's good stuff. That's all the way through 14, 12 through 14. Let me read the Amplified. Uh, I think it's the Amplified Classic. Nope, it's actually the Amplified, uh, the New Amplified. I want to read. So here we go. All right. Here we are. Let's read this. Who is the man who fears the Lord with all inspired reverence and worships him? with submissive wonder. Man, that's just a mouthful saying all that. Who is the man who fears the Lord, who with awe-inspired reverence and worships him with submissive wonder? He will teach him through his word in the way he should choose. His soul will dwell in prosperity and goodness. His descendants will inherit the land. The secret of his, of the count of the wise counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him and will let them and he will let them know his covenant and reveal to them through his word its deep inner meaning okay let me put this thing in drive and let's let's go on a little drive guys so what's been going on with Tyler? Well, uh, my last episode was in, I think it was the last week, last week of July. And um, at that time, uh, we were, my wife had just had some surgery uh, and she's fine. Everything's great. But she was out of commission uh, basically from, you know, she actually had been in bed for about, uh, three to four weeks. And wow, let me tell you something. I, <laughs> I was busier than a one-legged man in a fanny kicking contest. All right. Uh, mainly because there's just a lot of things going on in my life. Uh, obviously not having my wife, uh, being able to do what she would normally do, uh, definitely put me in a little bit different, uh, atmosphere, different day-to-day um, -day operations, and it was all hands on deck with my four kids and being able to take care of her at the same time, which I praise God for my wife. I am thankful for my wife. Amy is a blessing to me because, man, when you don't have your wife, uh, golly, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty much like you, you don't even have both your arms. <laughs> You lose all functionality with your arms. It's like I was using my left hand, you know, the entire time. And I was just lost like a bitty in high weeds. But anyway, well, that time has passed. Uh, I, we got back into school. Uh, we've been moving forward in multiple uh, directions with, with uh, just business, with school, with kids. Kids and sports, and with 
uh, spending time with loved ones, spending time with friends, investing in the, those times. All those things have been happening, you know, and God has been good uh, during that time. But I, I'll, I'll have to say that I have had to make sure that I am taking uh, a proper day of rest. I'm, and, you know, again, guys, I'm not sitting there saying you have to take a full day of rest or any kind of thing, but I would encourage you that, man, you've got to have some downtime for yourself and for your family. And for your family. Because if all it is is go, 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 do, do, do all the time, then man, it, it's really, it wears on you, it wears on your family, and it's, it's just not good. And I had to catch myself um, a couple times during, you know, as of within the last, really, uh, since the m- kind of middle of August. Uh, so whenever Amy finally kind of started getting back on her feet, I really had to catch myself because we were in full tilt with uh, kids being in sports. And we have four kids, by the way, if you didn't know that. We have four kids, Tyler, Trinity, Timothy, and Taylor. Uh, Tyler's in uh, football right now. Trinity is doing cross country. Timothy just wrapped up uh, Little League uh, football. And Taylor is doing soccer right now. So between the practices, between the, the games, between uh, Amy and I, just, uh, you know, getting business things done just between uh, having to manage school. These are all things of life that, you know, have, you know, obviously come at me. And I'm not making any light of it uh, because there are people that have it way worse than I have. Uh, but you know what? If you can identify with the, those things that I've just went through, trust me, it can be chaotic. And I, and I found myself at some times where that I was, I felt like Amy and I, we were two ships just passing in the night, uh, where that she and I would hardly talk at all during the day and really kind of connect for uh, a extended period of time without being interrupted by a kid or, you know, having to head out the door to this next meeting we had or, you know, this practice I had to get to. And, you know, it really did kind of weigh on us. And it took us a little while for us to kind of say, hey, let's, let's, let's have a date night. And, you know, this past, we did have a date night right after she kind of uh, was able to be recovered which was a big help to me, but that was back in late uh, August. And, and then, you know, it wasn't until this past uh, Friday night that Amy and I had another date night. And, man, it was just refreshing to be able to sit down with my wife, have dinner. Uh, the kids were fine. There was no activities going on that Friday night. And the babysitter was there. And we were good to go, and we invested into our marriage and just having conversation with each other, what we're doing, where we're going with things. 
because guys, I tell you, you know, if you, if you don't do that in your marriage, you know, you can, like I said, you can be two ships passing in the night and you not even realize it. And it's, it's a, it's, it's a recipe for disaster for your marriage because Satan, I, I just, uh, you know, Satan, you got to think about this, uh, for just a second, you know, Satan was the quintessential, most beautiful creation all right, outside of man, Satan was one of the most beautiful creations as far as an angel that God created, right? And I feel like that Satan is very attracted to beautiful things. And what he's all about is distorting those beautiful things. One of the things that is a beautiful thing is when a husband and wife, yep, I said husband and wife, a man and a woman come together and marry and they're committed to each other. That is a, and they're in unity together. God blesses that. And that is a beautiful thing. And Satan wants to only to destroy what is beautiful. So one of the things is obviously he was, very uh, taken aback to this union of Adam, Adam and Eve, and he wanted to divide and conquer and destroy that, and obviously he did succeed. And that's why we're in the state that we are in now. Well, as a husband, as a man, it is your responsibility. I'm just talking to, to the dudes right now. It is your responsibility to be vigilant, to be on guard, and making sure that your marriage stays intact, that you are taking the time and figuring out time. And, you know, for me, I literally had to uh, make sure I was uh, kind of pre-planning, pre-planning uh, us to be able to take some time together and, you know, have a date night to where that we were actually able to talk and have a, uh, have a conversation and just spend some time together and, you know, talk about the future, talk about what's going on right now, talk about what had happened in the past and just kind of regroup. You know, there's a reason why that, you know, you need to get in the back in the cockpit of life and check all your instruments. And for your marriage, that is very vital. And so I just want to encourage you because it was something I was not doing. I was just running, 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 and I didn't take any time. And man, I, I could feel it in our marriage. And I just want to encourage you guys not to make the same mistake that I was make that I was making. The other thing that I wanted just to mention to you guys is mm, let me see how the Holy Spirit wants me to go with this. Okay. So I've I've as I was meditating on that verse of scripture in Psalms chapter 25 you know the decisions are for me have to, have been being made and again being the husband the the uh, the 
the the man the man of the household, the provider, because I do believe that as a as a man, you know, you're the priest of your household, you're the prophet of your household, and you're the protector of your household, and you're the provider of your household. God has called us men to be those four things in our household. You know, something I'm having to work with Tyler Jr. on. Well, sometimes those things right there, you know, there's a lot of pressure that can be weighed down on one of those four uh, areas in your life. You know, one of the things that definitely weighs, you know, in the past has weighed on me was the provider part. And I had to come to grips with realizing that the seeds that that I needed to, to re you know, get back to remembering that sowing and reaping is the kingdom way. And yes, it's something that, you know, we have to uh, know the P's and Q's of, say, an agreement with somebody. And we have to know that there are certain things that, you know, we need to do to execute a job for somebody, but it's what I, what I've kind of been talking to my kids a, a little bit about that. If you have a job, right, if you have a job or you're working for somebody else, or you're just even working for yourself, uh, that you always look to going the extra mile. Okay. Going above and beyond what is expected of you is a huge, huge thing and where that you're not trying to be so calculating with, you know, what's going on with your, say, employer or your job, because God's the one that is keeping score. God's the one that is, you know, maintaining that relationship between what you do as your assignment and what your what he he sees you sowing the seed extra seed into what the people do I, I just remember an example of a story that I, that I that was shared with me about a gentleman that you know was talked being talked to about you know going the extra mile and he's and this uh, employer had him as the uh, swimming pool guy that would go to different swimming pools and clean things up in the swimming pool at different neighborhoods and different pools and do all that. Well, the gentleman told him, say, Hey man, number one thing you always want to do is show up on time. And that means being at least about 10 minutes early to what you're doing. Well, there, there, right there is, you know, going above and beyond. Okay. So that's, that's one thing right there. But number two, he said, you always want to go above and beyond the job that's required of you. And he said, you know, yeah, I know that you're going to have to put the chemicals in the pool. I know you have to clean the pool. All right. And do those things. But hey, if you really want to get ahead, if you really want to set yourself up for some things to come, take the time to straighten up the, the deck chairs or the pool chairs around them. Take the time to set uh, 
if you see some weeds that might be in the flower bed around the pool, pull those out and throw them in the trash. If you see that there's some uh, leaves uh, around the area of the pool, take the blower that we have, um, you know, or uh, bring your own blower, whatever you need to do, and blow off the deck. Go above and beyond. And don't tell anybody about it. There, there's a huge one right there. Don't tell anybody about you going above and beyond. Let God see you go above and beyond. And you know what? I promise you, it will do wonders for your life. So I've had to use that example for my kids of, you know, you don't have to have anybody notice you going above and beyond. It should just be instinctively in you to go above and beyond. Because you are not only honoring, you know, the person you're working for, but you're also honoring God because you're trusting in God's system of finance a whole lot more than you are trusting in man's system. Okay. What does that mean? Well, that means you just do exactly what is expected of you. And then you have your handout to take, you know, your paycheck or whatever it is that you did the bare minimums of your job that was required, not ever going above and beyond. And you know what? I, I know for me personally, I've, I saw plenty of people whenever I was working in corporate America that would do just the bare minimums. And then I saw other people that would go above and beyond. And it not it interesting that those people that went above and beyond always got a promotion, always went, you know, the extra mile, always were, were in good relations with their customers. It's just, it's, it's just an easy thing to figure out. So God will, when you stand in awe, when you trust God, as it says in that, when you stand in awe of his system, his finance, then he's going to make you choose. He'll help you choose your path. He'll help you choose the right direction. He'll help you choose where to uh, take your time and put your time. Okay. And I promise you guys, it'll go well with you. That's all I got today, guys. That's all I want to share with you today. I know it took 22 minutes to do that, but I hope you got something out of it. Okay. This is episode 370 and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys and gang will catch you on the other side.